I good. call this meeting to order at 5.04 p.m. Clerk, can you please take roll call for attendance? Yes. So, uh, on the call of the roll, Commissioner Colleen. Present. Commissioner Colleen is present. Uh, Commissioner Lasana. Commissioner Lasana is present. And then Commissioner Shaw is of leave of absence. Uh, Commissioner Hillman. Here or present. Commissioner Hillman is present. Uh, Commissioner Him is in a leave of absence. And then Commissioner Mursa is absent today. And you have quorum. Uh, because we don't count Shaw or Im. Okay. You have quorum. Um, okay. Do we know why Commissioner Mursa is not here today? Um, they couldn't attend today. And they gave less than 72 hour notice. So you don't have to excuse them. Okay. Um, Okay. Um, should I just go to item number two then? Yeah, you okay. can go to item number two. Please call the item number two. Item number two is communications. The minutes will reflect that the Youth Commission Transformative Justice Committee participated in this meeting in person with remote access. The commission recognizes that public access to city services is essential and invites public participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Comments are opportunity to speak during public comment period are available via phone call by calling 415-655-001, meeting ID 2480-657-6899, then pound and then pound again, or you can join us through the WebEx system. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but will be muted in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, please dial star three to be added to the speaker line if you've called in or if you're joining us via webex you may also raise your hand in the app alternatively you may submit public comment in writing either of the following ways email them to the youth commission at youthcom.sfgov.org if you submit public comment via email it will be forwarded to the commissioners and be included as part of the official file you may also send your written comments via u.s postal service to the office at city hall at one dr carlton b goodlet place room 345 san francisco california 94102 that concludes my communications Thank you. Can you please call item number three? Um, item number three is approval of the agenda. All right. Uh, well, well, I guess the agenda is on is email. We email the agenda. Um, it's on the website, but um, I can read it off. So thank you. After approval of the agenda, we have approval of the minutes for May twenty second, twenty twenty three public comment, and then business, which is uh, just four items, team building activity, two uh, legislation refers, which is the human trafficking one, and then the uh, reparations office, announcements, and then adjournment. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So uh, one, anyone want to make a motion to pass this up on that? Motion to Seconded. All right, motion to approve the agenda by Commissioner Thana, seconded by Commissioner Hellman. Is there any public comment? Uh, you have no public comment. All right, can you please call the roll? Yes, on the motion to approve today's agenda, Commissioner Colleen? Aye. Uh, Commissioner Colleen, aye. Commissioner Lasana? Aye. Commissioner Lasana, aye. And then uh, Commissioner Hillman? Aye. Commissioner Hillman, aye. Uh, so you have three eyes with the rest absent. You have quorum, or you have the motion passes. <laughs> Thank you. Can you please call item number four? Item number four is approval of the minutes of the May twenty second, twenty twenty three meeting. All right. Take a take time to look over these minutes, and then once we are ready, we can take the motion. 
and the minutes are also online. All right, motion to approve the minutes passed by Commissioner Lasana, seconded by Commissioner Hellman. Is there any public comment? Uh, you have no public comment. Thank you. Um, I'll be just like a voice call, right? Mm -hmm. All those in favor say aye. 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 All those opposed say nay. All right. Um, this motion passes. Can you please wait? Um, yeah. Can you please call item number five? Item number five is public comment matters not on today's agenda. And there's no one here for public comment. Well, public comment is now closed. Can you please call item number six? Item number six is committee business. All right. So our first item is a team building activity. So the question for today is, what is a piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Well, that's a heavy one. Um, What's the question again? Uh, what what is a piece of advice you would give to your younger self? I think the intent was like y'all are like still young, but like it could have been your younger self of like yesterday or like years ago. I don't know. I guess. Okay, I, I'll go. Um, <laughs> um, I guess in high school, I was very focused on, like, schoolwork and, like, my education that I didn't really take time to, like, go out a lot and, like, have fun with friends. And so that's something that I'm, like, working on changing when I'm in college, which is, like, enjoying my social life a lot more than my, like, academic life. Um, I guess for me, I would just say, you know, be yourself and keep moving forward. Um, I think for me, just, like, figure out what you need to prioritize, um, like, manage my, uh, like, commitments better, um, cool. because I'm very bad at managing them, but we're working on it. <laughs> well, um... I think for my younger self, definitely to slow down and enjoy life and yeah, now I'm doing that, so cool. Okay, um, good advice. Next item, B. So we're going to go over the BOS file on a hearing for the human trafficking in San Francisco 2021 report. Yeah, so if you look at it, um, on the memo, it has the actual... Uh, report. Yeah. Um, sorry, let me, I'm pulling this up for myself. Um, if you look at the data, a lot of it, and I, I know we briefly talked about this, but um, a lot of the data does show that, like, human trafficking, those who are impacted are, are youth, like, younger individuals. Um, they haven't had the hearing yet for the report and to go over the analysis, but um, the Department of Status and Women is, is taking this on. Um, yeah, so there's, like, some key findings. So those under 25 receive fewer services and those over 25. One-third of the trafficking, trafficking cases were born outside of the U.S. 
capacity building is essential function in identifying cases. While reporting cases are down, this appears to be due to fewer agencies reporting. So, like, I think there's a few things that we could advise on is definitely encourage people to report better services. Um, and then since one third of the trafficking cases were born outside of the U.S. is like, finding ways that we can support immigrants, um, since it's young immigrants being trafficked. Especially undocumented immigrant services that won't get them. Mm -hmm. But then again, um, should we be like commenting on the recommendations that are already been made by the mayor? Well, y'all can like also um, like expand on it and stuff. I think we definitely support this hearing happening. Um, I, I feel like these are pretty good recommendations. Do you just want to, like, support them as a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like these are pretty great. Yeah. Okay. They seem pretty solid. Okay. Anything else from, from you, Gabby, or Tyrone? Okay, yeah, yeah, take your time. I just, one more thing. I would love to know more about the lack of coordination, coordination from DOSW's previous leadership, because they said it was a concern that they weren't collecting data correctly for human trafficking, so I, I'd want to know more information about that and what's being like done to address those employees. Um, Yeah, I agree to this point. Yeah, just to give some insider, um, so there's like technically new staff at the Department of Status on Women and an investment. So director um, Kimberly Ellis came like a few years ago and like has like relaunched the department and like invested more into it and I know there's still some things that like they're trying to um like readdress um and I think like they are now investing in like research and like data analysts to to, to do that but I feel like they can give you more concrete details but I'll I'll add that to the thing thank you any other questions I think one thing to to maybe highlight is to see like what neighborhoods are being impacted by this. Is it like near schools? Is it because I remember going to SF State 
there would always warn us about human trafficking in our neighborhood. So yeah, that could yeah. be something like what neighborhoods are being impacted by this. Um, but I think that would be my only suggestion. Like our, our schools, like. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know if it goes into detail, but what kind of human trafficking? Is it like sex work? Is it like child labor? Like. I think that would be important to know too. What does the um BOSW say? It's the Department of Status on Women. It used to be the Department of Status of Women and Girls, but they recently ch changed the name to just women. But they still do the same functions. Yeah. Our next item is, is it this one? Is it this one? It's the same thing. Same thing? Yeah. Our next one is the U.S. file on the Appropriation General Reserve Human Rights Commission of $50 million for the fiscal year 2022-2023. And YC staff will go over this item. And I believe Beamer's going to hop on. No, it was on the Dolores Park one. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, so basically um, for reparations, um, so there's a reparations task force under the Human Rights Commission, and they came to the conclusion that there needs to be an office of reparations to fully, like, um, here, sorry, let me pull this up. To fully fund the ask mm -hmm. of uh, $50 million coming from the general fund on uh, general reserves um, to the Human Rights Commission. It's still an ongoing um, since this is an ordinance. Um, this is being led by Shimon Walton, D10 supervisor, and then co the other sponsors are Dean Preston from D5 and Hillary Renner from D9. Um, let me look at the budget and legislative uh, analyst report. So basically, this is what this packet is, is um, the city has a budget legislative analyst that does like a full reporting and like budgeting, but also just like the legislative aspect of it. And so basically they propose the ordinance would appro uh, be appropriate of like uh, 50 million from the general fund reserve to establish the office of reparations under the human rights commission. Um, so basically in 2020, the Board of Supervisors passed an ordinance establishing the Reparations Advisory Committee to advise the Board, the Mayor, and the Human Rights Commission about implementation of San Francisco's reparations plan. Um, 2020? Yeah, so this happened in 2020. Yeah, it's like a 2022 thing. No, so since 2020, the Reparations Advisory Committee has been meeting mm -hmm. um, to to have town halls, talk to, you know, black residents in San Francisco, people from the Bayview, people who've been here for a very long time, uh, and, and also uh, to give additional context, California, the state of California also has a reparations task force happening right now. They're also talking about reparations at statewide view. So this one focuses more on like the local view. Um, yeah, so the fiscal impact, so based on the review of the organizational chart, um, they estimate that the Office of Reparations will require three city staff, administrative support, and specialized uh, professional services. Yeah, three. 
Um, the two-year cost of the office would be $1.6 million, with $48.4 million of proposed appropriate remaining for programming, uh, which would be informed by the task force recommendations to the Human Rights Director. Given the scope of the uh, advisory committee's draft recommendations, the proposed $50 million is not sufficient to implement all recommended actions. I, I believe they are saying this because their proposed um, vision was also to give like one like one million dollars to every black resident in San Francisco um, which right now due to like deficits and all that it's, it's just they can't do that right it would be really cool yeah but like it's, it's not feasible imagine getting a million dollars you know uh, but then again it's like it's a lot um, so then the recommendation from this office is that they consider the approval of the proposed ordinance a policy matter for the Board of Supervisors because it would fund the establishment of a new division of the Human Rights Commission to implement new programming. So what does that mean, new programming? So programming is like, so the Office of Reparations uh, implement new programming. So a lot of people are saying, well, if we can't give $1 million um, can we guarantee home ownership for black residents in San Francisco? Mm -hmm. Can we guarantee them like professional development in, in relation to like getting jobs in the city and staying in the city, getting paid, you know, above wage jobs or livable jo uh, wage jobs, um, stuff like that. Uh, guaranteeing that their their children go to school, that they have funding for their schools, especially um, investments in black neighborhoods in San Francisco. Um, so there's a lot of that that needs to be done. Um, an example too is the mayor has a Dream Keepers initiative, which is yeah. a commitment for um, investment in, in black businesses and in, in jobs. So it's just to maybe put more money into those programmings, et cetera. Um, maybe scholarship opportunities mm -hmm. for for college for for black residents. Yeah. Um, so there's like a lot of opportunity here to invest in the black community and then also you know have a uh, a sense of how to reclaim reparations or you know how to how to establish that in San Francisco. So there could be a lot of these different things. Um, yeah. So the fifty million is just to start this. The programming and and just have staffing too. Um, uh, what are your thoughts? Is there anything else you think they should be investing, especially with like youth? You know. Um, well, I don't know if it's in the full thing, but that's an idea. Do you like that idea? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just wondering, like how different this will be from like other organizations that already exist. Like why don't like not give extra funding to those that already have like plans set and like programs and resources for people of color. That could be a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I think this is a great idea. Yeah, I think especially investing in education stuff, especially with her passion stuff. 
especially like yeah college readiness i think is yeah. very key like getting like like people college like some people like getting yeah um so just like from just the conversation we've had in the past too is like maybe there could be something about like safety like investment mm -hmm. in, in safety in, in, in neighborhoods like i know you wrote like a resolution on like gun violence so i don't know if that's something you want to tie this in so the whole notion of reparations is like the safety of black residents in san francisco um, you're good. I'm not gonna help <laughs> you. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to see again, like how to tie it to youth and like um, maybe the different functions within the office of reparations. Um, or maybe how this would possibly tie into like the California plan for reparations, mm -hmm. seeing how that would work out. That, that could be like a question. They have like a little like survey open where people just can fill it out and be like, this is what we want. I think they did that. Okay. But I can inquire and see because um, they did like town halls and stuff. Yeah. So more like directed for like youth. No, I was thinking Oh. But I feel like when you think about like town halls, it's like adults go. Yeah, like where you would like youth to put like in those town halls or Anything else? Let me. Okay, sorry. Anything? <laughs> okay, we can move forward uh, to TJ-related news. Are you going to go over that? Um, I can go briefly over, but I also know Gabby was there. You were there? I was there, yeah. I was literally second. Um, no, 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 okay. Cause I, okay. I don't know if Tyrone knows. Do, do you know what happened on Saturday afternoon at Dolores Park where there was, like, skateboarders and then, like, police got crazy? Might not the tea. Sorry, it happened. Okay, you want okay. to arrested? Yeah, okay. 30 okay. Yeah, so no, I didn't get stopped. Okay. I'll, I'll talk about what happened to me. No, okay. I like left Dolores Park like two minutes right before the cops came, but I was like still in the vicinity. I was in the JV stop, and like that stop is literally like two minutes away from Dolores Park. Like, I, it was in my eyeline. I saw everything. But anyway, that's not related. Um, I remember what happened at Dolores Park was there like this like every year. Like this hill bomb thing where like a bunch of skateboarders like a bunch of like kids like show up their little skateboarding tricks on a hill and this year for some reason the cops decided to show up in riot gear and like rifles rifles i think yeah 
and they were like pointing them at youth and then they, so arrested, they arrested like 81 young people and then left them out in the cold with their hands like tied with zip ties. Before 4 a.m. Yeah, 3 or 4 a.m. And then they and then they used city buses to like get them like how their paperwork filed. But like that was like because the police were there at like 7 p.m. from what I remember. So from 7 p.m. to like 3 a.m., that, that's like eight? Wait, no, I'm not doing it. No, that is eight hours. Mm-hmm. It's eight hours, yeah. Yeah, because the news has been saying six hours. It was eight hours. I was literally there. But yeah, it was like, cause it was crazy. And like a bunch, I saw like a bunch of teens running to the J when they came, and they're like, "Oh my god, the cops are gonna like run after us!" Like, what is going on? But yeah, it was it was kind of scary. Yeah, but apparently, okay, I was reading some articles, and like the youth were like vandalizing things. Yeah, that is true. And there were like gas bombs. And, like, they were spitting and assaulting cops. But my brother, who was also there, apparently some kids were, like, lighting fireworks or something. And, yeah, there were fireworks. And so, like, yeah. the neighbors who lived in the area didn't feel safe. Yeah. So the cops didn't, you know, arrest them for no reason. Well, I think I, I think what happened is that they arrested people who didn't do anything also. Yeah. Like, they arrested were... a bunch of kids who were literally just skateboarding. Um, And, like, even for, like, people just, like, watching the hill bomb, like... And, like, even, like, teams that literally weren't doing anything because I was eavesdropping on the meeting. Um, (laughs) Ooh, I mean, I was, they were talking in my vicinity. Um, Like, like, they weren't really doing anything, and they were still getting, like, chased by the cops, like, towards, like, like, and, like, I heard the cops all the way from, like, the meeting stop, like, like, very loudly being, like, put your hands up. But it was just finished. Handed. Yeah. It was handled very. It was handled very badly. There were cop cars like in the middle of the park. It was kind of. Um, Ewan's also on. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Ewan. Sorry, I can't. I don't know why I can't move you to panelists for some reason. I left though before things got a little wild. Okay, that's fine. Uh, it was. It was just handled very poorly. It was handled from very the cop very side. Um. Yeah. Like, that's traumatizing, literally. Like, imagine having a rifle pointed at you. No, I think those like, they didn't let many youth talk to their parents. So, can. those who were there until, like, 4 a.m. had, like, no access to, like, yeah. their parents. Yeah, I was reading up on it. And, yeah, they were, like, there until, like, 4 a.m. And, like, they, like, we're not to do phones, obviously, because they're going to be trying to ask, like, what are they going to do? But they just sat there in the bowl for, like, hours. Yeah. Ewan, do you want to add to this? Or sure. I sure bar- I mean, sure, I I was not there, so Gabby might have a better understanding. Um, from my understanding, I went to sleep, and basically they were trying to disperse the crowd, and I woke up, and there was a news story about how they had kettled kids, which is basically two lines of riot police, um, not letting kids go, and then sort of arresting them altogether. And... And then later I saw from SFPD their reporting saying that there had been multiple acts of vandalism, um, an officer had been attacked, um, fireworks were shot at them, things like that. So my understanding, putting all of these different accounts together, is that this large group of teens, the original intention was this skateboarding thing, but there was some... Um, chaos element to it because people you know people think that's fun Um, and then they some individuals partook in 
vandalizing some muni trains, some sort of attacked police, and police responded or sort of initiated this um, back and forth. A lot of the kids who ended up being arrested and, and adults, um, I don't think a lot of them said that they weren't involved, that they were trying to leave, or even some of them said that they just were like walking down the street when this happened. So I think that a lot of, I think that the arrests were misdirected, not at the people who had actually committed crimes. And my concern from that is that SFPD just wanted to, um, it, it, it seems to me like they were arresting a certain group of people because they could and they wanted to, to try and clamp down on what was happening. But I don't think that that's a particularly effective strategy when it comes to making sure that people who do vandalize city property, people who do, you know, aim projectile fireworks at officers, these weren't the same people. So it's not really an effective kind of accountability. It's actually sort of the opposite of it. And I think it doesn't work towards our goal of the police, um, you know, working well with youth. So that's kind of my understanding. Um, and I'm kind of curious to hear what you all think. We're going to debrief. We're going to talk about this as an agenda item on at Thursday's Youth Commission meeting. Um, but definitely wanted to hop on and see what you guys were saying now as well. Okay, well, what, what do y'all, so we're, so as a full commission, we're, we're, we were able to add this to the agenda for Thursday. Um, like, what, what are your thoughts? Like, statement, like, I, I think there's a, a few things we could do, um, like, I don't know, like. I think we should definitely, I don't know if condemn is the right word, but like address the way SFPD handled the situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and why this particular year they decided to do what they did, since mm -hmm. this is like an annual tradition. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also important to address that what certain youth did towards the cops and mm -hmm. towards property was not okay at all and while they should then they should be taken accountable for that yeah. and I think that this whole situation was blown out of proportion and I feel like this a lot of people are going to use the situation as a way to like use it for like their own agenda to like defund the police or like this is why we need more police because blah blah uh, so I think going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I agree. I think the whole situation is handled fairly. I think the Youth Commission, like, think we should make a statement on it, just because, like, I think, like, even though, like, yes, there were youth doing bad things, like, vandalizing and stuff, setting on fireworks, SFPD pulling up, like, full ride here, pointing rifles at young people, leaving them in the pool for hours, and not even arresting the right people, because, like, I've, like, read up on it, and, like, a lot of people were just there skateboarding. They weren't even doing anything. Um, that's something that definitely like needs to be addressed, I think. Yeah. I mean, if Chair Colleen, if I can. Yeah, go ahead. So, I have I have two thoughts. The first is I think that um, both of these accounts need to be taken into consideration. I think SFPD 
for the officers that were on the ground were put in a little bit of an impossible situation. Um, and I, I think it's, I, I want to see what conversations, well, I guess my, my point is I have a lot of questions. I want to see what uh, conversations police and other city agencies had with each other. I want to see um, uh, in preparation and, you know, who made the decision to have them wear riot gear, who made the decision to have police officers shut it down a certain way. Um, I think it, I have other questions around, you know, is the district attorney going to charge these kids? It's ultimately, I think, her discretion. I could be wrong about that. But whether or not um, they go through with that. Um, and, and other questions, too, that I have, mainly for SFPD, but also MTA um, and the district attorney's office. And then my second sort of point is I think we need to look forward and see, you know, this is an annual event that clearly people went to. And I think sort of one of the one of the things that the Youth Commission can try and help do is set it up so that it is a safe event in the future. Because it's also not safe for young people to like block off a street themselves and skateboard down it. I mean, there's been a lot of conversation over the past 24, 48 hours about how it could be made safer. I mean, just like people were saying that they're, you know, if it wasn't, if if they closed the streets for this event for the afternoon, if they had an ambulance on standby in case someone got hurt skating down the hill, and if they like lined the street with some kind of soft barrier, like hay, hay bales or something that I saw. So I think it's worth also saying like, Looking forward, we need to make sure that this doesn't happen again and that this we can help facilitate, you know, as young people who and as the entity that represents young people to try and bridge the gap so that they can work with the city instead of work against them next time. Because that's really where the base of this problem comes from, right, is that it, it was a confrontation when I think that there are ways that it, it didn't need to be. So those are my thoughts. I'd be I, I'd be a little bit hesitant to do any kind of statement on Thursday, just because I feel like I have more questions than answers on the issue. I definitely have concerns about the way that youth were treated, but I also want to hear the perspectives of SFPD and make sure that there's not something that we're missing as mm -hmm. well. Um, so I would be interested in doing some kind of letter or at least having staff forward questions from us um, to SFPD, to MTA, um, possibly the District 8 office, which is where the Dolores Park is in. Um, so those are my initial thoughts. I agree. I, oh, I'm curious, are we, able, are we able to have someone from SFPD come talk to us? Or is what? When is our last meeting? When, like, are we done? 17th. So next okay. Monday. Really? Wait, next Monday? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so that's a way we can, like, have someone come in on well, our last meeting. We could have, like... It's our last meeting? Yeah, but we could have, like, a Zoom meeting or something. And, like, some of y'all could sit in it. Since, technically, y'all are not commissioners in August. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if yeah. I can also add, I think it would be fine for commissioners to author a letter to SFPD with questions in it. That's another avenue to do that. 
Yeah, I, I, I like the idea of the letter with the questions to SFPD, SF Muni, um, DA's office, and then also uh, Rec and Park. Um, mm-hmm. Rec and Park has a, some, like, a plane here because they also oversee Dolores Park. Um, but I also think like me requesting a meeting wouldn't hurt either. Wait, do I need to request to mute you, Ewan? No, unmute you? No. No, I'm... I see. <laughs> I, 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 sorry, I concur. Um, I, I think talking to, I guess it's Mission Station would be a good avenue as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think one thing too is I haven't heard much from from actual youth that were there. I don't know if they're scared. I don't know if they're like non social media. Like, but I think it would be important to also hear from youth that were impacted by this. Um, because I went to an event yesterday, and there was like no youth that were there impacted by this. It was just like adult allies at skateboard. So, I don't know, have y'all seen any youth, like, talk about it? I've seen, like, Instagram comments on Mission Local, but that's it. Yeah, I've seen mom's comment. Bruh. Like, hey, my child was there. I saw, like, one person on a Mission Local um, post, like, comment, and then I went to their Instagram because I was curious, and they were actually there because they posted on their story, like, their thing of them getting arrested. I was like, oh. Oh. It would... I don't know how y'all feel, but I think it would be important if, like, if we do see someone post something, like, to reach out and be like, hey, like, I'm from the Youth Commission, like, do you mind, like, would you be able to talk to us, like, set up a quick Zoom or something? Because um, a lot of it is from, like, a news standpoint, and these are, like, third, fourth accounts, not, like, from the direct individual. Yeah. But I don't know, you and how do you feel about that? I think that's... That's fair. Um, I and looking forward, it might make sense to host a more um, formal event as well, mm. either in person or virtually, um, to try and incorporate those experiences. But I also just think that people are wary of talking t- to anyone in the city, um, yeah. reasonably so. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't get you, Gabby, because they were getting youth, like, going to Muni. I know, I know, but the thing is, okay, the thing is, I was, I was already, okay, I actually know, they were, because I literally, like, the teens, like, ran on the Muni with me, they, like, they were, like, talking about the cops were chasing them, like, what is going on? Yeah, I, I was, like, I was also, like, pretty near the skate farm, because I literally passed by it, while, because I was there for my sister's newlywed party, and my sister's newlywed party was, like, in the middle of Dolores Park, so it was, like, really close. Like, a cop car was, like, right where my sister's newlywed party was, and they were kicked out, too, but that's one other story. Um, but I, I don't know what happened with them. But, yeah, like, I, I they didn't get me, though, because I left early. I left at, like, because I was waiting for the meeting for, like, 20 minutes. I was, I left at, like, 7.30, 7.40-ish, okay. where things got really crazy, but, like, cops were there since, like, 7. Okay. So what happened Saturday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saturday night. It, well, evening? 
Yeah. Evening to the night to the <laughs> Sunday morning. Into Sunday morning. Yeah. yeah into Sunday morning. And like I don't really know that much because when I like passed by the skateboard, everything was like normal. Like it was just people skating and like, nothing crazy was going on from what I saw. And then and like well, well, well when things didn't get crazy crazy. But like the police being there in riot gear, they were still, they were like there before the skate bomb happened too. Not in riot gear, but police were like in the area the entire day. They were trying to like, prevent it from happening in the first place, is my understanding. That's what I think too, because like there were like police station where the skate bomb was like happening, and like cop cars were like in that area because I was like walking around that area, and mm-hmm. there were like police station all around there, and I was like, what? was there a reason why they did that? They don't know. They're probably trying to intimidate people not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my whole thing is, like, do they get complaints from, like, the neighbors? Like, it's like it's an article that you and sent me. It was, like, a lot of neighbors did not feel safe to walk into their homes and had, like, police escort them into their homes for, like, safety. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But from what I saw, at least at the start, it was just people, like, it was really just a road. Like, 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 part of the street was blocked off, and, like, it was just a bit, it was, like, a crowd of and people skating. Like, it wasn't, like, people were doing, like, like, quote-unquote, like, dangerous or violent mm-hmm. or, I guess, like, criminal activities. People were just, like, in a crowd watching people skate. I, I was going to watch it before I went home. Good thing I didn't, because that was going to be bad, but, yeah. Damn. Local commissioner arrested. I'm joking. Be really awkward. They didn't. I didn't think they would write that, would they? Yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't been here in a while. They would. <laughs> <laughs> There's other drama that I'll catch you up on, y'all. Low key scared though, because call me after. Out. I was low key scared though, because my phone was about to die, and I was like, Is it our phone? If my phone dies, I have. If my phone dies, I have like nothing. Yeah, that is scary. Well, we're glad that you are safe, Gabby. It was scary though. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So, so um. I think what we can do is um. What we talked about, I'll put it in a doc. Um. Well, it's gonna be in a doc because it'll be in the minutes. But um, I'll put like a separate doc where we can start putting like a letter together about like the questions, and it could be like separate letters addressed to like the separate departments involved in this. Um, and I'll reach out to the D8 office to get contacts for, like, the Mission Police Department and, and stuff. Um, but also, like, um, for contacts, like, skateboarding used to be heavily, heavily criminalized in San Francisco. Until recently, there was a lot of investments by, like, Department of Rec and Park. So I think it would also be really key to, like, understand that historical component on how, like, I I feel with this incident, like, it does take us back a few years from, like, the investments in, like, skateboarding and, like, safety in the city and also criminalization of youth. But, but yeah. Oh, yeah, we have the skateboard task force. Joy just reminded me. Yeah. It's on, it's on the Wikipedia page. I know. That, that hasn't mm-hmm. updated in so long. Somebody's updated it. The new comms officers will. Okay, I updated it. You're in 2020. And then- <laughs> yeah, we're good. Um, but anyways, um, is there anything else before we close up this item for y'all? I think it was a good conversation. I think we have really good questions. So thanks, Ewan, for hopping on. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
It means good. All right. Is there any public comment um, or any, any other TJ related news? I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything? Cool. No, no, actually, no. Okay. Yeah. Um, it seems like you, if you have, uh, if members of the public will like to speak, please raise your hand. Is someone there? It's just you. Oh, it's just you. Um, okay. Um, seems like you don't. Can you, uh, can you please go item number seven? Item number seven is announcements. All right, commissioners, now it's time for any announcements or community events to be shared. I do not have any. Um, this is our last TJ meeting. Yay. Yay. I know that we um, put together like a list of things we want the next TJ group to focus on. Already. Yeah, but if you have anything, you know, Tyrone, that you would want, like, next year's Youth Commission to focus on that's, like, TJ-related, just Are you going to do that? Okay. Yeah, I'll just try Yes, it's going to be the yeah. TJ member next year. I was going to say, we need TJ members. <laughs> yeah, well, there's going to be an opportunity where this com commission can meet new commissioners in August, and I know Josh has been working on that in, in the beginning of August. Okay. Yeah. I leave August 17. That's good to know. We are. Okay. And, and we're also meeting people from Germany. Oh, yeah. Germany Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So I want to I do a little cultural change to go to Germany. I think the sign up for that was like. Well, yeah, but I'm not old enough, so. Not old enough? Oh, you'd be there was like an age limit? Oh, really? You'd be like 16. Oh, I didn't know that. 16? Yeah. Um, it's wow, okay. Well, they do. Do it like every year, and you can talk to the program managers when they come. Um, trying to think. Oh, and then you have a resolution on Thursday. Um, yes, excited about that. When are we meeting the, with the Germans? Um, they sent me an email with a date. It was you and. <laughs> um, I need to figure that out because uh, I forgot about them. I thought they were coming a different time. So now we need to figure out that schedule. Um, no, another meeting Thursday. What time? Thursday is going to be like 5.30ish. It's, it's, it's in person. It might be a bit late. It's okay. That's why I say 5.30 because oh, okay, we cool. might not have quorum until 5.30. Um, okay. 278. And then 278 is downstairs, like second floor. We've been there before. And then for the 17th, it's at our usual meeting place at 416. And that's our, like, last meeting. 416? That's the room number. Oh. I thought that was the time. <laughs> no, it's at 5. It's at 5. <laughs> and and that one's just to close off of anything and then do second readings of resolutions. Um, and then we're hopefully having, like, an end-of-the-year celebration with the mayor's office, trying to schedule that. Um, got, working with Tyra, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, so the... You and is texting you a lot, huh? It, it is 5 p.m. agenda. We just might not have quorum at 5 p.m., Ewan. So, yeah, Ewan. Wait, can I come late? I, I won't be able to be here until like 5.30 at the earliest. Yeah, I, I know someone else. I think you said 5.30 too. Wait, Thursday? Yeah. Someone said 5.30, too. I can come at 5.30. You can't come at 5.30? I can. Um, so the Germans, like, never, like, did not email me for six months to win, so that's why I, I forgot about them. 
Um, what are the Germans ignoring? No, they said they were going to reach out. Um, no, 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 no. There's no slander here, Ewan. Oh, is he slandering the German? No, no, no. What no, I just need, I'm, I'm trying to work with people. Who's European on European sports? Um, anyways, that's it for announcements. Julio. Um, Clark, can you please call item number eight? Okay, um, item number is adjournment. We thank you. We are adjourned at 5.53. Cool, yay. Is you still on there? Okay, let me... You in?